Welcome to Motherhood, Mayhem, Madness and Meaningfulness, where I dissect and discuss the rollercoaster journey of being a mummy. So far this series, I shared my own brutally honest experience, including my decision to be induced and my pre-baby number two worries. My one-week post-mummy blues where I battled fluctuating hormones and lack of sleep. And a whole podcast dedicated entirely to my changing relationships with my boobs. I have also been joined by incredible guests Emma Sale, Sonali Shah and midwife Annika and her best friend Sarah, creators of an incredible all-encompassing digital forum which really does support new parents. And each of every one of my guests and myself, we've shared our own mothering techniques in both a, a humorous, relaxed yet informative way. The successes and mistakes that we've all made, learned from and used to become better parents. Today, I am delighted to be joined by one of my closest Olympic friends, a fellow speed queen, TV presenter and almost double mummy. She's achieved the highest of all successes in her sport by winning the Olympics in Vancouver 2010. We have already shared many, many experiences together and we often reminisce about our Olympic experiences, hers obviously being slightly more exciting than mine, supporting each other in the years since and even standing side by side as we had a very brief appearance on point the celebrities she's going to hate that i brought that up none other than the formidable amy williams thank you so much amy for joining me today you are looking incredible i know at this stage in your pregnancy you don't feel like just saying amy has the most beautiful bump to my listeners out there how has it been how has this pregnancy been really not cool not fun compared with the first one totally different and I feel like I've been on countdown for like the last month or I'm just done with it, I want it out. I feel like a whale. I'm in that waddly duck stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah feeling Do you enormous. Think that's because with your second, you've got so much more knowledge than the first. The first, yeah. you're so excited. You know that you're about to, life's about to change. You're going to meet this incredible bundle of joy. But you, the second, you've got a bit more knowledge. I think that's it. And you're on an app every week, aren't you? What's happening to the baby week by week? Yeah. And you're all excited. Yeah. And, and the size of the vegetable. Oh, yeah, all of that stuff. Done none of that this, this time around. And yeah, you're chasing around after a lunatic toddler. I mean, Oscar, who turned two in March, is loony. Like, he's cool. He's a dude. But he does not stop. So no. you're, you're not getting the rest, are you? You're not no. putting your feet up. Um, yeah, the first five months of this pregnancy, I was dizzy all the time, nauseous, fainting, just feeling sick, um, just so exhausted. Just and all being, of it. Being someone who, who's in the public eye, and you're going to these events, and I knew, you told me very early on, I think I could tell because I was at the end of my pregnancy, and we have this weird connection with our pregnancies, because the first time yeah. round, I think I was one of the first people you told, yes. because you'd been trying, and I finally got pregnant, and I told you that I was trying for ages, and we yeah, were kind of true. sharing all of this. How do you feel when you're standing there and you're at an event and you know that you're feeling rotten inside, but you can't tell anyone you're pregnant? Those first, that first trimester is really difficult. I think it's so hard. Those first, yeah, like you say, the first few months, I would be doing events, feeling dizzy. I'd be like, oh my goodness, I can't faint. I was doing a school assembly once and I felt so, you know, when your whole head spins, I was wiggling my toes. I was like, right, just keep breathing, deep breaths. You know, you're doing everything to not tell people and just to fight on. And um, it's really hard. I think it is that being planned and prepared and always having snacks and always having water and drinks and sitting yeah, down when yeah. you can and trying to be as sensible as you can, but at the same time... You've got to work. You've got to work. You're self-employed. Yeah. You've got to crack on yeah. and 
kind of not give the game away. And how do you find that almost, you know, we were athletes for so long, we had so much knowledge and control of our bodies. We were going to the gym every day, we saw the outcome, it was what we were putting into our bodies that we get this outcome. To this complete lack of control, your body is doing the most amazing thing, it's creating a human being, but you don't know how you're going to feel one day for the next. How do you find that, you know, losing that control? It's hard, I think, and you have to accept it, and I'm definitely more accepting this second time round. The first time, well, yeah, I guess you're more in awe because you're like, wow, check this out. And then obviously you stand on the scales and you know you're putting on weight. And I can't this believe you're doing round, the scales. Why do you stand on the scales? Literally being intrigued. I was okay. really intrigued to know okay. what my weight was at the start. Right what it was week by week, yeah. seeing your body change, thinking, well, how much does the weight baby weigh in the placenta and all your extra blood and all the rest of it? Yeah. How much do I weigh? Yeah, it was more being intrigued. And I remember with Oscar, the day after I gave birth, I stood on the bathroom scales again. So I was like, right, well, how much did he weigh? And yeah. all of that stuff. And how much have I got to lose now? And, and I've been doing the same with this time. And I have to admit, I found it harder because I've been, yeah, so ill for the first five months. I just had to eat and eat and eat and eat. And I know I've put on... I have put on way more this time. Just, just, no I can't tell. see that. I know, yeah, that's the point. That. So but that's um, frustrating for you when people it's say, frustrating. Oh, yeah, when people say, no, you've not put on weight, you look exactly the same. I'm like, no, seriously, I've gone up three pant sizes now. I'm in my husband's boxes at night. <laughs> I look a disgrace when I get into bed. Um, you know, skinny black but trousers this is can the time be deceiving. To relax. So there's, yeah. there's a few times in your life to yeah. relax. And, and I think, you know, you are always so petite. I remember doing the Olympics with you and Claire and standing there and having photos going, oh my God, I need to suck everything in because I knew that Amy was on the other side and you look phenomenal. But this is the time where you just got to go, my Stuff body it. needs a different yeah. purpose. And I think that is the thing. I am chilled out, although I say all this standing on the scales week by week. You know you can lose it. You know if you really want to, post-baby, when it's safe to do so, you can smash it. If you really want to get ripped, get lean, do that intense diet, do all of that training, you can. It's going to be hard. And I'm really already thinking, crikey, how am I going to do it with two babies? It's, it's hard enough almost still being a full-time mum to Oscar. I know it's going to be more difficult. But you know you can do it if you really want to. It's going to yeah, take a long and, time. And and these hit sessions, you can do them so, so, yeah. so in such a short time. Talking about all of this, this is a new passion of yours, and I think possibly that's where all this weighing skills comes in, because you're fascinated <laughs> by the human body. You've, mm. you've just, congratulations, done all your PT exams, your physical training exams. You are now a physical trainer. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, is that something that you've always felt passionate about, or is it because of your changing body during pregnancy that you mm. thought, this is something that I enjoy and I want to go into? It was always something on my bucket list to do. So I'd done sports performance degrees. Uh, I'd done that throughout my skeleton career. And I always told myself I need to get qualified. So I've got the piece of paper. I've got the insurance. I can train people, etc. And I just never got around to it. And you thought, let's knock it out when I'm pregnant. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think I started the level two when I was, yeah, three months pregnant. I've been working through, it's been really hard. You have so much learning, the anatomy, physiology, and, and all of that body systems, I actually do find really hard. The practical side of writing a training session, muscles, positions, you're used to, you're used to it. You've done it your whole entire life. Um, 
So yeah, I have. I've been uh, stupidly, probably, trying to grow a baby, being exhausted and doing all my training. I think it's but, quite a good distraction mechanism. Yeah, I um, every spare moment I was studying, I was swatting up, I was doing the exams, I was you know, doing all my courses. And I'm really chuffed that I have finally, I've passed. Amazing. And now we are in the very, very slow process of converting, I've got a double garage, converting it knocking down a wall and making it into a gym so I can Amazing. again slowly get some equipment mostly for myself and my husband to get back into shape I will try and do a transformation post-birth to try and get when the body back when do you back. plan to start that or are you just going to see what kind of birth you have how that yeah. goes and then decide I think um, yeah, you don't know how the little one wants to come out I had to be my my plan with Oscar the first one was to have a lovely natural hypnobirthing oh, isn't it always <laughs> You know, the most calm, you know, serene, no one in the room type of birth. Mm -hmm. Totally the opposite. He stopped moving, I had to be induced, I had to have my waters broken. You know, you're several days staying in, waiting for things to happen. Yeah, we had exactly the same. It was, it's I wouldn't a, say yeah. it was a cool experience. It was the most pain I've ever had in my life. Um, cord right around his neck, you know, yeah, heart rate plummeting and all the rest of it. Um, so yeah, it did take me a very long time to recover. So because of that knowledge of that birth, are you giving yourself a little bit more time, <laughs> respect, you know, cotton wooling yourself a little yeah. bit going, okay, I might have a birth plan, I might completely go off that birth plan, mm. let's just roll with it. Well, I remember watching you, like, you looked like you were straight back on skis, and, do, and I was literally struggling to walk around the block um, in the, in the weeks after um, birth, but um, yeah, I can remember it took me a good 10, 11 months post Oscar to feel like my body was mine again yeah and then I do feel like yeah you know what I got back into shape um this time around I literally yesterday was with my midwife doing my birthing plan she said what's your plan I don't have one I was yeah. like I don't have one like what's the point okay I'll go down the water birth hypno birthing you know no intervention route but last time proved that the babies mm. will do what they want and I, I'm chilled I told, out yeah, I, think that's I just so important. What would be, would be... I've talked about that because I think the first time, you, they, they really suggest you have this birthing plan, mm. but there's not enough support to say you're going to very likely go off that birthing plan. And when that does happen, you need to be mentally prepared yeah. for that because I think that's a lot where these you know, psychology and the stresses post-birth come from because you've had a really informative, you've done a lot of research into this birth plan of how you want to bring that baby into the world and it hasn't gone to plan, yeah. but nature takes its own course. Um, and I think that's really important for people to say is, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing it. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with making goals. And you really try and achieve that goal. But when you go off plan, especially in labour, you've just yeah. got to roll with it. Well, I think that is the athlete thing. You know, as an athlete, you had your plan A, yeah. perfect run yeah. down the track, down the ski slope. You had plan B, you had plan C. I mean, my birthing plan was like plan D. Um, so this time, I've still got plan A, the perfect plan. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm very knowing and open that Plan B and C and D might happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ending up on your back with your legs up in the air and being torn to shreds and you oh know, God, I cut and all that. sorts. I and couldn't believe that with my first. I genuinely felt like we'd gone back to the 1970s that they put me in stirrups. Yeah. And I spent 20 hours. I had exactly the same thing as Amy, and I've got this belief. There's not much science behind it, but I think that Amy and I, our core, was really too strong when we gave birth first time. And then when we had contractions, those contractions were so severe that the baby's heart rate dropped because it's so weird that we had exactly the same thing. So mm. I was induced, those contractions come, and when you're induced, they come really severely. Yeah. Um, and then with that, you lose control. 
and, and your abs squeeze so tight that the baby suffers. And I had exactly the same as you, the water's breaking and everything. Um, I'm just going to let you know, second time round, I was prepared a little bit for the first one to happen. I was induced yeah. again, thought that I was going to do the same process. I am a creature of habit. I went to Kingston. I left the hospital against what they said to do. Um, I gave birth in 45 minutes, Amy. Wow, so he, he fell out. I was yeah. asking for drugs and they gave me a baby. So I think you're, you're doing exactly the right thing in being prepared for all eventualities. Everything, yeah. Let's just, and I think the funny thing this time, I'm like, oh my goodness, I've never had to count contractions because I know, you know, when you induce yeah, yeah, yeah. done, I didn't have my waters no. just break in the yeah. middle of the that night. Was, or... This happened to me in hospital. It's yeah. really fun. I'm not sure everyone will agree. <laughs> Shall I tell you what it feels <laughs> like? So, so, so you're there and, you know, I was being monitored at the time. I had that belt thing on. Yeah. Um, and suddenly I felt like Cooper, who I didn't know was Cooper at the time, yeah. um, kicked me. And I was like, oh, he just gave me a really big kick. And then I wet myself and it was really hot. And I was like, oh. Oh no, what's that? Oh, that's it. And that's my water. But it felt like a bloom popping. It was really, and people say they don't enjoy it, but maybe that's because if I was walking around a supermarket and it happened, I would be so nervous because there is a lot yeah. of, you know, water. Goopy stuff. Yeah, but I think if you do it water. in Waitrose or John Lewis or somewhere, you get vouch you get like oh, I have heard this. I've heard stuff. that if you, no, I think you have to give birth. I think if you give birth, oh, you, have to you, you get a year's oh. worth of, I should research this because I've heard that too. <laughs> I might plan a really good shop. <laughs> yeah, waitress. God, that would be nice. Free shopping for life. Yeah. To be fair, I've said yes to a job four days before I'm due. Mm -hmm. And I have to travel up to Manchester. I'm on stage. Wow. I'm co-hosting. And so I'm just praying that either the baby comes literally next week, like two weeks early. Yeah. week and a half early. And I can have it and still potentially do the job. Or it comes afterwards. I don't want my waters to break or anything to happen whilst on stage. Oh, whilst thing, trying to be looking you know, Think cool. of the publicity, not that, you know, the baby's publicity, but can you imagine? <gasps> oh my word, maybe I'll go for like a long dress and not short. Yeah, no, no, and dark colours. Yeah, yeah, cover everything. See, see this is prepped. the way we work our sex athletes. We think of all yeah. the charities. Was, was Oscar on time? Well, in the end, he technically came one day early okay. with all of that the, happening. So, um, yeah. so, yeah, I'm not, I don't really know. You don't know because it was in your juice. Or, it was, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you just well, got to go with it. Now, we've been talking about your new passion for physical training. Mm. Um, it is Mental Health Awareness Week. And I just wanted to ask, how much of the training, you've been doing a lot, the press picked up on it recently, you've been doing yoga mm. um, with this you know, eight-month bump, um, really staying in shape. How much is that is for mental gains as opposed to feel good physically? Yeah, it's, it's, it's both. It's, it's mentally I have to feel like I'm doing something. I have to feel like... I'm getting out of the house, cracking on as normal. I go to these great uh, fitness sessions. It's women only. You know, no one's judging anyone. We all know each other. Yeah, Oscar comes along and pretty much runs riot. Um, <laughs> we all support each other and can have a laugh if someone wets themselves and you know you're doing skipping and you oh, know God, we're all yeah, women. Yeah. We've all had one or two or three babies, so <laughs> it's been great just to be able to go along and. Don't get, it's not like I'm thrashing myself 100%. I can't, you know, I'm trying to be sensible. And that's what social media can't see. Yeah. You can't say, look, I'm doing this oh, and it's 20% no, 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 no. my ability. Like, I'm literally, yeah, like you say, I'm doing 20, 30% of what I ideally would be doing. Mm -hmm. But it's moving, it's stretching, it's slightly raising the heart rate. I adapt nearly every exercise because clearly you've got a bump in the way. I'm 
you know, get pelvic pain and all these different things. I can't be doing the sit-ups and all the hardcore mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I adapt pretty much everything. Yeah. But I just want to be there with the same people, seeing the same faces, checking in, clocking in, normality, and to feel like, yes, yeah, psychologically, I'm still doing something for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Owning just, your body a little bit. Yeah, I mean... It's painful just sitting on the sofa. Actually, my back's really sore if I just sit Isn't down. It? And um, you struggle sleeping. You can't maybe. get. I can't get comfortable sleeping. I can't get comfortable sitting. Isn't that funny? You're fine doing yoga and you can't sleep. Yeah, it's weird, really isn't it? I'm more better at yeah. That, better that off baby doing is controlling yoga you. or some kind of fitness thing than I am chilling out. What's <laughs> been your favourite exercise to do during this pregnancy? Is there one I kind of go to? I'm feeling stressed. I've got this period of pain. This works for me. Um, well, the yoga I can only do when Oscar's in nursery, which he goes on a Wednesday, but generally I fill up those days, so it's it's quite rare that I've been doing it this time. Um, when Oscar was in my stomach, I literally did it every single day. And just, So did you do more yoga before? Yeah, so when I was pregnant with Oscar, literally every day, until the morning I then went off into the hospital, juice, yeah. I did yoga. And because I'd done it every day, and the yoga teacher knew me, we barely changed anything. It was maybe an open twist because That's the bum amazing. would physically get in the way. Yeah. And clearly after a certain amount of weeks towards the end, you can't do handstands or really mm-hmm, strong mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. bends and stuff. So, no, I, I kept so doing exactly So you didn't exactly really follow a maternal yoga no, oh, class? Oh, no, I was, I was a real rebel. No NTC classes, yeah. no specific But I think that's because you have so much knowledge of your body. So for yeah. people listening, you know, yeah. as athletes, it's a very selfish existence. All we do is think about how we're feeling, how yeah. our body's feeling. Okay, and so you know what you can that. and can't do, and the yoga teacher knew me 100%. Yeah. So it was very much a team. Obviously, this pregnancy, who who has Oscar when I'm doing an hour's exactly, yoga? Yeah. I can't. My mum is amazing, for example, has him now. If I have jobs, if I have work, she's my first phone call. Can yeah, you have yeah. him? If not, I've got him into nursery and workout picking up times. So, um, yeah, I've done only, probably, to be honest, about five or six yoga sessions in this whole pregnancy, which is obviously a very big difference. Yeah. Um, I wonder how you'll, you'll react after pregnancy. Yeah. So, for so me, first pregnancy, I skied a lot during the pregnancy. I kept doing weights. I kept doing everything. Yeah. My second pregnancy, because I have this in my head that my abs were too strong, I did loads of reformer pilates. Yeah. And my abs knitted straight away. Five days after giving birth, oh, wow. I had a test. Um, and they were already there. Yeah, so I, I had that was massive, massive separation first time with Oscar. And even in the early stages of this pregnancy, I yeah, I could feel it already. Huge separation. Crazy. So, yeah, I mean, at the moment, my majority is, yeah, these little hit sessions, your usual, you know, 40, 45 seconds on, 20 mm-hmm. seconds rest. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it at 20, 30%. And it is, it's just squats, it's lunges, it's body, pretty much all body weight exercises. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Simple you've got stuff. more body weight because I you've got your tummy. Yeah. You've got, oh yeah, you've I mean, got try a wall sit now, it's like you've got this massive bowling ball sat on your, oh, on your stomach. Um, Oscar half the time wants to join in, so I'm normally hugging him somehow, well, lifting weight. him off yeah, the bum. 12 kilos or something, isn't he? Oh, I've weighed him, he's 16 kilos now. Oh, he's more than lucky. He's a whopper, yeah, he's solid. Wow. He had his little two-year health check. Yes, yeah, yeah, the two development, days ago. The yeah, development yeah, you review. Yep. Questionnaires, and they weighed him, he was like, yep, 16 kilos, that's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's he's, he's solid. But Craig, daddy, is very tall. He's six four. Yeah. I'm 5'8". Yeah, we're not. So small. is Oscar daddy? Has Oscar got all of daddy's physical? Certainly got daddy's head size of like oh gosh, Craig, really? Craig. My husband's got a, a, a huge head, yeah. um, and Oscar's head 
from the day he was birthed into this world, he's always been on the 98 percent centile. Which you don't want when you're giving you birth. Do you do not want, hence no. half the problems. Um, <laughs> so I had a scan the other day with this one. And, and you he, said, how big is the head? Is it yeah, that's all head? I wanted to or know. It, sorry, but, um, she don't know what it is. Sorry. Yeah, they, they actually, well, at that point, they said it was too far engaged, too low, they couldn't get a measurement. Already? They measured... Oh, it has been for like the last month and a half. Oh, wow. They measured its thigh and belly, yeah. and that also was on 97% percentile. Yeah. However, yesterday, the midwife thinks it's the wrong way around and it might be breached, so it's done a flip. Could you feel it moving? Um, it, has it, it moving? moves all the time. Oh, still? Yeah, okay. so... But I've it actually... might move again, don't worry. Exactly. And, you know, there's these manipulations. It is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, again, I remember I'm crawling pretty... around the kitchen floor, actually. On all fours, doing yeah. a little thing. Yeah, I have to go in next week to get another scan, to get checked, yeah. get someone to feel... And well, again, so like, say these last be... scans, I, I had extra fluid in... in the placenta, and they were worried about that. And I was monitored for quite a mm. long time, and they decided that, that Cooper was a really good baby and it was going to be trying, which is why it was okay for me to be induced on my due date. And he came out and he was 8'3". Yeah, funny, isn't it? Absolutely fine. I think I think there's so much going on in there right now that it's very hard for them to get accurate yeah. measurements. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy first time around to just completely panic. Mm. Obviously, you've got evidence in Oscar that it might be the Go same. A bit, yeah. Um, but you just, yeah. Yeah, it's that same thing. Well, if it's breached, it's breached. We'll yeah. deal with those consequences as yeah. and when, and we'll see. So I'll know more next week. Okay. And then um, talking about being athletes, moving into motherhood, what do you think are your the skills? You're, you're an Olympic champ. You were the best in the world at your sport. How does that help you be a better mum? Is there anything there that actually transitions really well? Mm. Yeah, it's tricky, really. I think... I think you've seen all sides of the coin. You've seen when your athletic career's gone really, really well. You've seen when it's gone really, really wrong. We've both had major injuries. You've had your highs, you've had your lows. And I guess you've just sort of seen motherhood as the same. Yeah. You're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. Yeah. I have days where I'm like, okay, I've just been screamed at all day, shouted no, won't do anything, Weetabix thrown across the floor. You know, you feel like a loss. Like You feel yeah. like a terrible, rubbish mummy. Yeah. What am I yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. And then the next day, it's absolutely fine. They're an angel and they're they're lovely and cute and smiley and stroking and kissing you. Yeah. And you you get the highs and lows. The roller coaster. Um, and I think for us, we're just being trying to be. You know, clearly he's only two and this one's nothing at the moment. But supportive and just my parents were never pushy. They were just there supporting, encouraging. Yeah. Oscar loves being outside. He cries when he has to come inside. He would be rather outside looking at insects, ants, bugs and Is he beetles. athletic? Can you tell? Yeah. He picked up a tennis racket the other day oh, and I just saw. started yeah. That, um, was, that really was in my amazing. parents' house on top of the washing line. Even how line. he was holding tennis racket straight away. I hadn't even told him what to do. Picked it up, balanced the ball and was whacking the ball. He'd kick a ball, we we try and like throw but to be fair, it's not like we're always, we're not pushing him pushing or doing anything. Do you do gymnastics? No, I haven't done anything with him yet. I think we will. He does swim in lessons. That. I think that's quite a good kind of all-round control. Yeah. The thing is, you, you go to a place that's got trampolines, foam pits, all this amazing creative stuff for them to play with. They don't know that they're doing amazing yeah. motor skills. Um, Our local little park has got like a little beam you can walk along. And yeah. he loves doing that and going up and down steps. Um Oh, he'd go all the way to the top of the big slide and just slide down. So he's a bit crazy sometimes. Um, yeah, did swimming. He had a swimming lesson this morning. He's definitely the one that doesn't listen, doesn't really do anything. The rebel. 
but loves jumping in Does on he the have side. I've got this thing. No, they do all these wobble things. No, they're that's like really long. Good with the, which, he, I think they call them poo noodles. He refuses to go on them. So he, oh, so he can swim without. No, he just doesn't. Oh, okay. So I'm still trying to, to hold him. him. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's 16 uh, kilos. You know, he's yeah, exactly. He's um, <laughs> yeah. He will sink. But I, I, I started lucky with. I live on the river, as you know. Yeah. So I started with armbands really early because I wanted him to be confident next to the water. Mm. And I'm worried that I've now taught him to be overconfident. With support, with the safety, yeah. Um, but I'm really struggling actually because I've been looking for swimming lessons for the last month whilst I've been home finally for a month, mm. and no one will take him because he's not two and a half. Oh really? Which is bizarre. Not on one on one because I'm like I don't have much time, so I was yeah, like I don't mind to... putting money towards it. It's really a safety thing, you know. Yeah. Like, always panicky at the back of my mind, um, and I can't find anyone. They're like, oh no, he won't be able to understand on a one on one. It'll be too intense for him. And I'm like, surely we try that, and if it is. Then trial and error. Yeah, I guess we just pay and use the whole um, water babies thing. Yeah. There's one close by. It's just I started him later than most. I mean, he was, I guess, one and a half. Like, mm-hmm. he's only done it for, like, the last six months, maybe. Yeah. So he's kind of late into his group. Again, it's a safety thing. He can now at least hold on to the, the bar on the side all by himself. And, and get out of the pool. And, and can he pull himself out? No, I have oh, to kind of, okay. you know, hand on bum and push yeah, him yeah. up. So... When he first started, he hated it. He clung on to me the whole lesson, like just like a little limpet. Is it? Exactly, it's little limpet. We'd taken him into a swimming pool where it was really loud. It's the noisy environment. And that was that the first pool. time. So and he had a bad absolutely experience. Absolutely froze, crying, limpet. Totally unlike him. And so the massive change in him from watching. It's only a small group of little ones, about eight people of us, and we're all friends mm-hmm. now. And to just watch the other kids. Okay, he has his off days. But on a whole, yeah. at least he's how, kind how of happy. Are you, um, how are you handling toddler tantrums? Oh my goodness, you have a They're laugh so or cry. Right, aren't they? I know. Yeah. You know what I find? I, I get so sorry for Lockie because I can see that frustration because I really believe, I hate the, the, the saying terrible twos. I hate yeah. it. I think that's yeah. such a negative. You know, I'm all about positive coaching, mm. um, even with, with the family. And I and I think you're saying that he... They get frustrated. They get so angry. And I think it's because they're, they're growing, don't know what they're to, developing yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, why, mummy, can't you understand what I'm saying? And, and you're not understanding it. And I'm trying to tell you it. And so uh, it's I, exactly I find that. it really hard. So I'm like, look, and I try and be really calm and talk them through it. But when it happens in public... Oh, it's we just, definitely. I really try uh, and not be embarrassed because it happens to all of us parents. Oscar has definitely sat on the floor, bottom lip out. He crosses his arms. No, mummy. No. And then eventually he lies on the floor. It's normally in the middle of town, outside Waitrose yeah, yeah. or whatever. My friend's mum actually caught us the other day but didn't come over and say hello because she was too embarrassed because oh, she didn't no. want to embarrass me. Oh, no, that's worse. He, and I was like, well, actually, you, it would have been a good distraction. Yes, like, he snaps perfect. out of it quite quick. Yeah. No, I am. And I just I just watch him. I'm oh, like, I had a really then, good Oscar. one in the, <laughs> the other day. We were in the um, yoghurt aisle <laughs> and um, there was a pillar in the middle of this aisle and he wouldn't leave the backside of the pillar. And he get, kept getting angry when I came over. Um, and I was going through everything, and I was like, oh, gosh. And then he suddenly just had a massive tantrum because I tried to pick him up. He said, leave me here, leave me here. He was getting really aggressive. And so I did, so I did. Um, and I just stood there, stood there, stood there, and then I smelled something. And it was not poo o'clock. It wasn't one of his poo times. 
and he just decided. So the poor guy, he couldn't tell me, he didn't know how to say it. Oh. And then he was just there for like 10 minutes squatting and he kept going, my bum doesn't work, mummy, my oh, bum bless. doesn't work. So he was having a tricky poo and then I felt terrible. But all these people are doing their weekly shop, going past, going, oh, what a cute little boy. And then they, and they get to him and Whoa. smell yeah, the yeah. waft. And then just, hard, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, well, I can't pick him up because he's, yeah, you know, he's, he's busy. Yeah. Um, but it was hilarious. Just have to kind of stand and watch. I have sometimes just, yeah, just stand, wait yeah. a bit. Normally yeah. passes. Um, otherwise, <laughs> I have been the mum with him literally tucked under one arm. Yes. Shopping basket in the other. Yeah. Streaming yeah. kicking. That the old rugby only, goal yeah. with grip. Yeah. It's only happened a few times because he is. He is very good. And we are really blessed that actually I normally explain to him, right, sit on my knee, look at mummy's face. Yes. Mummy's a bit upset yeah. because... Now say sorry. Oh, good. He's like sorry, mummy. And he gets all that now. Yeah, he's that was sort my, of I does. was going to tell you with number two. There's a few things I, I wanted to say, and if he's recollecting, you got that connection already. One mistake I made was when we went to give birth. Again, I was induced. Um, we didn't tell Lockie. We snuck right. away because we thought by telling him what we were going to do, it would mean that he was going to miss us and get really upset mm. instead of staying in the present. So we decided on this. Um, and it wasn't the right thing. They are, Lockie, Oscar, age, they are savvy enough to know that their mummy and daddy is going away. Something's happening. They've yeah. seen the bump. Yeah. You've probably read all those books, What's in Mummy's Tummy? Um, and I think it's really important to say, look, Oscar, and start now, because it could happen yeah. tomorrow, and saying, look, Oscar, mummy and daddy are going to have to go away. might be one night, two nights. You're going to be with, is it Nana? Do you call yeah, Nana? Granny, granny, granny. Granddad, and he's got a great yeah. relationship, but that's one thing I'd really say. The other thing, now this is harder because I know Craig's away a lot, is from from the last bit of the pregnancy, try and really connect daddy and toddler. Mm. Daddy and that. Because I couldn't do that. Daddy was away for six weeks, so I was on my tod. So I was with, I had the most amazing time. We were doing all these trips because I knew it was our last lone time. But actually what it did was, it was me and Lockie, me and Lockie, me and Lockie. Yeah. Then I gave birth and it was me and Cooper. Because yeah. it has to be. Because mm. the survival of Cooper depended on my boobs mm. right I, was, I got this amazing opportunity to breastfeed and I chose to do it um so I would suggest and it's really hard to do because Oscar's your first little baby but to try and not distance yourself but try and really create that strong bond with Craig is he around now in the next few weeks um well yeah he is he's not abroad at the moment that's good. um so Craig, yeah, Craig really, works in the army yeah he's, and, he's military and you've done a lot of it's just weekends month. so uh he doesn't really get to see him in the week because he leaves home at 6am he's up at half five he's some i mean oscar wakes up early so he does get to have oh, five ten minutes of yeah, seeing yeah, him yeah. um and then yeah it depends 50 percent he makes it home for bath time and bedtime and other times he doesn't because yeah. he he works an hour away misses it so yeah, yeah it's weekends that's the How more precious time parenting like during the week is it fine or I guess like anyone you just crack just on it. Um, can the you nights... imagine that how amazing single mums or single mum dads are who just do it on their own yeah it's just when you want that little break yeah. um, Craig does everything he can to get back for bath time but he doesn't all the time uh, if he has to work late so you have late. to adapt you just have to um, when he's in a really busy period he doesn't come home till 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night so yeah you are you do feel like that kind of single mum uh, on the flip side... Are you really organised? Do you have really good structure in the evenings? In terms of now, his, his bath time routine, bath yes. We didn't until he was about 10, 11 months old. And then we were like, crikey, we need to crack down. He's up 
still two, three, four so times f- a night. So you did that because you knew that that was I was losing the plot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for you. So now, yeah, we um, tea time is about quarter half past five. That depends how organised I am or not. Uh, we do bath time, quarter past six, every single evening, and hopefully he's pretty much in bed, having read his story, shut the door at seven. Sometimes wow. now he's... Can you leave him and shut the door? Well, this right is, now there is no wood to touch on my chair. Yes, yes. Right now we are in a really good phase. Amazing. We've had weeks and weeks of him being brilliant. On the flip side, every now and again, you know, he goes through yeah. a clean, he says, mummy, 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 and yeah. it could take another hour. Yeah. He wants to see me. He wants more cuddles. But he's so cute at the moment. He sits next to me because he can't be on my lap. He pulls up my top and, you know, my gets the bump yeah. out. He strokes it. Oh. And he's like, story time. He blows raspberries on the bump. And we... I was, was going to say, Lockie never got kisses. I just got... can um, listen and yeah. he can hear yeah. everything. And we read stories with oh, the bump. Amazing. So it's actually super cute. I never, I never told Lockie that I was having a baby. I said I was making him a friend. Oh, so I made bless. it about him. But then when Cooper came out and he came home and he was just like jelly wobbly little baby who couldn't do anything, like yeah. he was like, can I play football? Oh, bless. Oh, no, not yet. But you said it was a yeah. friend, mommy. I'm like, yeah, he, he's going to be a friend in the future. Yeah, we have been trying to explain, because I've been putting away loads of Oscar's clothes because he's just growing out of everything. Yeah. Like, right, we're going to save this because, you know, your brother or sister could be wearing it. You know, we'll share clothes and we'll put it yeah, away because yeah. you're too big and it's going to yeah. be small. Is he excited? Does he get it? I, how much as a two-year-old, but yeah, I think he is slowly getting it, yeah. because we keep mentioning him, and the cat is a very important person in I our life. I see that. So we're kind of like, right, it's going to be mummy, daddy, you, the baby, and captain. Like, you know, we're all going to be a family, there's going to yeah, be one yeah. more, and the baby's going to be the smallest, because we're talking about the bigger things, and smaller, and medium, yes, yes, and sizes. Yes, sizes. So yeah, we do, I do try and incorporate the baby, and the new baby, into kind of daily life. Yeah, okay, good, good. Good. Yeah, I, I think that'll help the transition quite a lot. Um, just just a few things. Fast forward, general questions. Fast forward mm-hmm. 10 years. If Oscar and your baby were to be describing their mummy, <laughs> what would you hope they would say about her? Oh, you, bless that. that is, I've never even thought about it really? like that. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like, what, mom, what kind of mum yeah, do you want to be? I hope um, loving, yeah. fun. Yeah. And I guess still hopefully adventurous. Yes, I think that's great. You know, we're a very outdoorsy family. We like to be out. We like to be in the fresh air. Exactly how our lives have been. So, yeah. God, there's so much synergy between us. Actually, it's quite a good story. Um, I always thought I skied really fast because my fastest speed I went was 92 miles an hour. Amy, what was the fastest speed you ever went at? Just just a tiny bit faster. Oh, God, so brutal. 93 miles an hour. I want to. I want to make a comeback just so that I can equal that. <laughs> I wish you all the best of luck for that. <laughs> but you know, talking about kind of being inspired by you, who is your biggest inspiration in terms of motherhood? I, I think I know who you're going to say. I mean, it's it, yeah, it's got to sort of be your own parents. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like now my mum was a ninja. I'm a twin, and my brother was only 18 months older. I can't. You know, she had no help. She was on her own doing all of that, and now she's like the best nanny granny we call her helping out being there uh yeah so I think it's got to be those women around you and actually other mums you know I watch you I look at my other friends who are are mums now and you're like you're rocking it like you support each other you watch each other you're like yeah I want to be like you 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 take inspiration from each other and like okay you've done that I can do it and just the mums I'm around with now all the time doing these hit sessions and just day-to-day normal 
mums, normal yeah. people. They're not these Instagram influencers. That is just unreachable, untouchable. Yeah, they're real. We have highs, we have lows. We uh, like we were at a dinner party last night, and you know they were the same. And now I feel exhausted today, and I should have uh, been up so late. And but you're living it, living it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Now listen, I I've got to wrap up because Amy's got another job on. Um, but listen, I'm so excited for you. This this is kind of. A crazy thing to say, but I'm actually jealous because what, I've given birth again. No, just seeing you here and knowing that you're about to go through that eureka moment, and you're going to have to go through all that pain mm. and stress, and you're going to be worried about where Oscar is. But you're about to have the most amazing family addition to you. The next few weeks, they're going to be precious for you and Oscar. That bond is going to change. It's going to develop with that addition of the new one, um, and it's amazing and it's scary. But, you know, the most important emotion of all, you are going to be flooded with love. Your heart, you think it can't grow, it can. It is limitless. And that was my biggest, biggest fear with my second, was that how can I love another as much yeah. as I love Lockie? And yeah. you will. And so with that, Amy, I wish you all the best. And I love you, and I'm here for you. And Aww. Mwah. Thank you, gorgeous. <laughs>